Brooklyn? There it goes. See, well, damn, I didn't think it was going to get it away that fast. Oh, Welp. Welcome, welcome, welcome to welcome you to yet another episode of the Unpopular Podcast. It's your boy Jalen, and free agency has started. I'm gonna be real with you. I, I'm today, right now, it is Sunday night, late Sunday night, like 12 midnight. So it's technically Sunday morning. I mean Monday morning, but whatever. Uh, I'm gonna be busy all day tomorrow, so I definitely wanted to get y'all, you know, get out a podcast. This is the Unpopular Podcast. I want to thank you guys for listening. Um, it's free agency, man. And free agency started off with a bang. <laughs> like, you know, I didn't ex- I didn't know if Kevin Durant was going to stay or not. I mean, nobody really knows except Kevin Durant and his camp. But I didn't know he was going to stay. I thought, I mean, there was words that he was going to take meetings from, uh, you know, Golden State and the Knicks and Brooklyn and the Clippers, so I didn't know if he was going to stay or not, um, and then when it came out that, or later on, I mean, earlier Sunday afternoon, morning, it came out that he was going to do a, uh, a reveal, I guess, on his, the board website, uh, or Instagram, and it was like, oh, sh-. I thought, oh, damn, he's going to do that, to- he's going to do it tonight, like, the day, like, at six, okay, well, I don't know what that means. I, I, I actually, I know it means that he's he's made his decision, but I was like, damn, okay, I guess he's not going to have any meetings. You know, it is what it is. But Kevin Durant pretty much kicked it off. I was surprised because usually a big name free agent isn't the one that kicks it off. He usually, you know, they usually wait a few days, like what Kawhi Leonard's doing. Um, hell, even when he went to Golden State, which is Kevin Durant, he waited till July 4th. So... Kevin Durant kicking it off and just being like, all right, you know what? Boom. I'm going to Brooklyn for four years, $164 million. And then, of course, we we knew earlier in the week that Kyrie was pretty much a lock to go. But then, boom, you heard Kyrie going four years, $141 million. Then you heard DeAndre Jordan was going for four years, $40 million. And let me... Let me let me let me process that for a second. Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. First of all, Kevin Durant gave up fifty or sixty million dollars to go from Golden State to Brooklyn. I get the whole legacy thing. I trust me, I get it wholeheartedly. But you you give up fifty million dollars. A chance to rehab in the same place. You see, you know, last time I said, the the reason why I thought he was going to stay with Golden State, one was because the rehab process, as we know, he ruptures his Achilles and 
it's kind of hard for me to want to go to a, a different place, especially when you're injured, to rehab. You need to learn the medical staff. You need to, to, to get acquainted with all your teammates, which you can't really do the first stint because you're rehabbing. So it was a little, okay, what's Kevin Durant going to do? I thought he was going to stay just because of that. I get the whole legacy thing and wanting to win something on your own. I get that. But <laughs> we seen, we saw this year's finals that Golden State needs Kevin Durant more than Kevin Durant needs Golden State. And I thought that people were really starting to hone in on that. But I guess, you know, Kevin Durant, it was reported and we all pretty much basketball people knew him and Kyrie were like best friends. So he wanted to play with Kyrie. We get that. It's just, I didn't, I thought if he was going to make that decision, he would at least talk to a couple teams. Uh, no, nah, he just, boom. Four years, 60, 164 million. But the thing that gets me is that he and Ke he, which in Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving took less than the max to sign DeAndre Jordan. Because, uh, again, DeAndre Jordan is one of those people that are real good friends with Kevin Durant and, and Kyrie Irving. But I'm like, okay. So as we know, DeAndre Jordan's best skill is is catching lobs he's kind of like he's the first version of clint capella kevin deandre jordan has been on the decline for a few years now ever since chris paul pretty much left the clippers and he got you know he he, he got out of there if you ask me at this point in time in his career deandre jordan is not worth four years 40 million dollars especially when you have Jared Allen who I think right now is better than DeAndre Jordan he's younger he has a little bit more bounce I believe there might be the same height or DeAndre might be just a tad bit taller but they're both or Jared Allen right now is a better defensive stalwart than DeAndre Jordan of course because of age and everything but why are you if you if you ask me and I'm trying to wonder Kevin Durant you're already taking less money to go to Brooklyn than you would to Golden State but you're taking even less money to play with DeAndre Jordan when you have to me a better version right now in Jared Allen look I get the fact that you guys are friends I get the fact that you know buddies for life ride or die I get the fact you want to play with your best friends but at the end of the day you can do that. You can do that in summer league. You can do that. You can do that in a pickup game or something. Like, I, at the end, to me, you're playing to win. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you're playing to win. And to me, I, I would look. I don't care if you call me a snake. I don't care if you call me whatever you call me. I'm trying to win a championship. And. I'm going to do the best way I know how to win. A I'm going to do the best. Like, I'm going to put myself in the best situation to win a championship. Okay. If you didn't want to go with Golden State, I get it. Boom. Legacy thing. I got it. But you're taking, le you're already taking 50 million less. Why would you take even less money to sign a person? Again, granted, I know he's your friend and everything, but sign a person when you already have the better version, especially in this day and age. Now, yes, DeAndre Jordan. His free throws have gone up, but still, like, <laughs> like, come on, bro. I don't, I don't understand it. But at the end of the day, Brooklyn is tough. Brooklyn is a tough, tough situation, and I'm and, and 
you already have you have Deion, now you have KD, Kyrie, DeAndre Jordan. They also get Garrett Temple. You you have a squad, man, especially in the East. And there's a couple of the teams that we'll talk about because free agency, again, right now this is around Sunday. I mean, this is Monday at like 12 midnight. So it's, it's late. And things could happen uh, Monday during the day, Monday morning, Monday night. I'm still dropping this at 9 o'clock uh, Monday. So things can happen. But as of right now, a lot of shakeups have happened in the East. A lot of shakeups have happened in the West. So, with Kevin Durant started off, I didn't think he was going to start it off, but he started it off. Um, and since we're talking about Kevin Durant, <laughs> since we're talking about Kevin Durant, let's 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 talk about the Knicks. So, it was pretty much known throughout the NBA circles that if Kevin Durant was going to leave Golden State, which clearly he was leaning towards leaving. He was either going to play for the Knicks or the Nets. His first choice was the Knicks. Yes, Kyrie was still going to go to the Nets, but they both will still they both will be in New York, pretty much control the New York narrative, and Kevin Durant will have his own team. <sighs> so, the reason why Kevin Durant is a Nick, I mean, is a net instead of a Nick, is because James Dolan and the New York Knicks organization would not commit to giving Kevin Durant, the best player in the world when healthy, a max contract because of his injury. Let me be the first to say the Knicks were the only team, was the only team that had a max spot that did not or would not offer Kevin Durant the max contract. Let me tell you how bad the Knicks are, right? Let me just, let me just string out exactly what they thought was going to happen or, or exactly what they did to get here. You trade... Christoph's Porzingis to get cat <laughs> you you trade Christoph's Porzingis as a salary dump, right? You then hype up your fan base, telling them they're gonna get the number one overall pick, which will turn out to be Zion, just to end up getting the third overall pick, which is R.J. Barrett, still a good player, but nowhere close to the potential Zion has. You then tell your fan base you're going to get Kyrie and KD. You're putting pictures up. You're putting posters up. You're, you're putting things on social media that you're going to get these, the two pretty two big free agents. <laughs> and you sit here today, the second day of free agency, and who do you have? <laughs> Kevin Durant's in Brooklyn. Kyrie's in Brooklyn. Christos Porzingis re-signs with the Mavs. Re-signs, in fact, let me get this straight. He re-signs a five-year, $158 million contract with the Mavericks. Zion... Is in, is, is in New Orleans, and all you're left with 
is signing Julius Randle to a three-year, $63 million contract and Taj Gibson for two years, $20 million. <laughs> Kevin Durant and Kyrie or Julius Randle and Taj Gibson. And the worst part about this is Kevin Durant wanted to go to you guys. <laughs> Yet you say you are not going to give him a max contract because you weren't sure how his uh, ruptures Achilles would heal? You know, this just epitomizes the Knicks, you know. The Knicks are always doing something stupid. Kevin Durant, like I stated before, is the best player in the world when healthy. Yes, he ruptured his Achilles, which is the worst injury that an NBA player can sustain. But at the end of the day, it's Kevin Durant. And it's not like Kevin Durant was a was a it's not like Kevin Durant was a high flyer like Dominique Wilkins. It's not like Kevin Durant was a big man like like uh like DeMarcus Cousins. It's not like Kevin Durant was at the end of his prime like Kobe. Kevin Durant is still in his prime. Yeah, he probably won't touch the court again or be 100% himself until he's like 33. But Kevin Durant is the best player in the league when healthy. And you wouldn't give him a max contract? You then, the, the, the biggest news of the night, it's, it's not the fact that you didn't give him a contract. It's the fact that your people released to Woj that you weren't willing to give him a guaranteed contract, expecting the, the, the audience, expecting the world to be like, you know what, you're right. You're absolutely right. I wouldn't give him a max contract either. You see, this man, I think it was Chris Maddox. I'm sorry if I'm wrong, but Chris Maddox was like, there's people in the Knicks organization and close to the Knicks organization that feel that they made the right decision. It's, mm. you know, the Knicks are always going to, you know, people talk about me because I'm a Wizards fan, right? And, and at this point, all the Wizards, at this moment, all the Wizards have done is re-sign Thomas Bryant, which was, which was a good re-signing, and we haven't really done much else. But I know that if we had an opportunity <laughs> to get Kevin Durant, GM or no GM, we would make that work. And Kevin Durant wanted to come to us. We would make that work. That's all I know. The Knicks, ah, oh man, I just don't understand why they think that's smart. But then that's the Knicks. That is the Knicks. That's the Knicks. Well, good luck with Julius Randle and Taj Gibson. I mean, you can still, like, like Rachel Nichols says, you can still get Reggie Bullock. He's still out there. Um, you can pray for Kawhi, but we all know he's not going there. So, uh, I, I don't know, man. The Knicks, 
Golly, the Knicks are the Knicks are so bad. I think the worst part about it is you really th- you had a chance to get them and, and and you had them, and and the fact that you did all of this you you traded your top draft pick, uh, what a two a year or two ago, creating all this cap space, and you tell your your tell your fan base that you're doing everything that you can. To be relevant again. You haven't been relevant since since Mello and and the first few years of um Amari Stoudemire. You have a chance to get the best player in the league, and then you did all this to get him, and you say, you know what? Mm, I don't know if you're gonna be as good as you were, so we're not gonna give you a max contract. Oh man. That's crazy. That is crazy. <laughs> I don't. I'm not about to bat. I'm not about to harp on the Knicks. That was just a stupid. That was just dumb. You know. That was that was really bad. Really bad. Like I said, free agency just started uh, yesterday, I guess, and things have already been shaken up. Let's talk. In a, let's talk about the 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 Sixers. <laughs> let's first talk about Jimmy Butler, man. The Rockets are sick right now. So the Rockets, all we've heard is the Rockets are going to try to do a sign and trade. Jimmy Butler wants to go to the Rockets. The Rockets with Jimmy Butler. Philly has no intention to doing a sign and trade. They intend to keep Jimmy Butler. We've heard this for a couple weeks now. Actually, we've heard this for about two weeks now. Come free agency. You see a report saying Jimmy Butler to Miami in a sign and trade. The same thing that the Rockets were trying to do. This is how you know that the Rockets are aren't gonna be as good as as, as they think. The Rock, you know, a lot of people. I don't know who said it, but the Rockets to me, especially their front office, is delusional. Yeah, you were a hop skip. You were like a, a couple games close to being in the NBA Finals uh, two years ago, and you took. Golden State to six games last year without Kevin Durant, but you're not really you're 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 not really a top 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 organization right now, man. You you have you have James Harden and you have Chris Paul, who is in the decline. Who, if you could get somebody to take that contract, you know you would do that in a heartbeat. Yet and still, you're still. <sighs> You really thought you were going to get Jimmy Butler. And it's funny because Jimmy Butler would not have fit to me at all in that organization. You already, you have three, I'm not going to say three, two volatile, three volatile personalities in Jimmy Butler, James Harden at times, and Chris Paul all the time. And you thought you were going to get Jimmy. That was, and that's the funny thing. And, 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 and. The fact of the matter is, the 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 Rockets aren't aren't in a position right now. They're not better than they were. They are in the same spot, and there's a lot of teams around that are getting better. Hell, we don't know what the Lakers are going to do, especially with Kawhi. We don't know what the Clippers are going to do. The Lakers just got AD. We don't know Golden State's still going to be uh, relevant to some some extent next year. Um, 
The Thunder are making moves. The the Portland Trailblazers we'll talk about in a minute is making moves. The Pelicans are making moves. Everyone around you in your conference is making moves but you. And you still have the audacity, the unmitigated goal to say that you guys should be favorites next year. And you didn't even get Jimmy. Yeah, man, the Rockets, the Rockets. The Rockets are delusional. The Rockets are delusional. Yeah, you have James Harden, who, to me, should have won his second straight MVP. We're not going to talk about the award show. That should, first, quick side note, that award show should be canceled. Why, why are you doing an award show two months after the, or two months after the regular season? That's neither here nor there. But you, ha- you have, to me, what should be the two-time MVP in James Harden. You have a declining Chris Paul. You don't have much. You're trying to get rid of Clint Capella. <laughs> You're probably going to have to keep him. You're going to have to keep uh, P.J. Tucker. You're going to have to keep Eric Gordon. But who? what are they doing for you? Yeah, they're, they're getting you a lot of wins in the regular season. Yeah, they're getting you close to the NBA Finals. But with, with the retooled West, we didn't even talk about Denver yet. Like, what are you doing? It, the, Rockets, the Rockets aren't going to be that. They're going to be good probably in the regular season because, you know, Mike D'Antoni's system is – win the regular season at any cost and then see what happens from there <laughs> you know cuz his his philosophy his game plan his schemes they don't change from the regular season to the playoffs so the the rockets are just in a they're like on a car what's that thing a carousel where you're just spinning around and around and around it's fun at a certain point but then you realize yeah this ain't going nowhere so is that a carousel yeah i think that's a carousel or is it curious? I don't know. Something going around. You know what I mean? So, but like I said, things are happening all over. Going back to Jimmy Butler, what we talked about, he had, he got signed, uh, he, as in Jimmy Butler, along with Miami, agreed to a signing trade. This, to me, this does <laughs> I don't know what the, this shows to me that Jimmy Butler is. Yeah, he's about his money, but all all you've heard is he's about winning. He's about winning. He's about winning. He's about winning. He he cares so much. That was his problem with uh, the Timberwolves. Uh, he didn't feel that Carl Anthony Towns and Andrew Wiggins wanted to win as much as he did, so he clashed a lot with them. And I understand that to a certain extent, but at the end of the day. If you're, and that's the same thing about Kevin Durant to to a certain degree. If you're about winning, why would you leave in a, a situation, especially a situation that wanted you, and you had a good shot to win? The the Seventy Sixers was four bounces away from making it to the Eastern Conference Finals, where to me, I think they matched up really well with Milwaukee. You go from that to wanting to play with the Heat. Which their best their their best player now, outside of Jimmy Butler, is what Dion Waiters and and Hassan Whiteside. They traded Kelly. I mean, they traded Josh Richardson. They traded Kelly Olynyk. They traded Derek Jones, who he's she's pretty much just a high flyer. That team is not winning anything. Like D Way is gone, fam. That team isn't winning anything. So. The fact that you chose them over the Sixers who wanted you, 
and was willing to pay a out-of-this-world luxury tax to keep you and try to contend for a championship, which you've been saying that you wanted to do for the entire career. It doesn't make, see, free, you know, free agency really shows you what people really want. You know, people can be out here and say they want this, they want that, they want to win a championship, which, which a lot of people do, but it really shows you the. I understand. It really shows you what teams want and what players want. It really shows you. Do you care more about being happy? Do you care more about collecting that check? Do you care more about getting as much money as possible, or do you care much more about about winning a championship? There's one player. So so far, it's one big name player. So far, two, uh, two big name players. So far, to me, that has picked winning a championship over the money. You know what? That's a lie. <laughs> That's a lie. We'll talk about it in a second. But to me, Jimmy Butler, I don't understand why you cho- you make this decision. I guess because you like Miami, but you're 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 further. You're pretty much in the same predicament that the Bulls were a lot of times. Like, you're not in contention at all. But, hey, collect your bag, get your money, do your thing, but just don't be blowing up at teammates talking about, I want to win at any cost. No, you don't. Because if you wanted to win at any cost, you would have stayed with Philly. But speaking of Philly, Philly made some huge moves. Huge moves, man. Yeah, they lost Jimmy Butler. But you get Tobias Harris, and and I get that you had to pay him the max, I guess. But I don't know if I, especially seeing what Tobias Harris did in the playoffs, which he had a horrible uh, Eastern Conference semifinals against the uh, Toronto. Horrible. It was it was out of this world bad. But I don't know if I if I I know you want to keep him, try to run it back. But I don't know if I could have paid him five years, one hundred and eighty million. Uh, that's that's not. I don't know. I don't know. But they did lose J.J. Redick, which we'll talk about in a second. But they also gained Al Horford for one or four years, one hundred and nine million dollars. That to me is huge because we all know that Al Horford is the vet that almost every teammate almost every player likes to play with everyone says he's a consummate consummate professional everyone says he's a he's a quality vet he's a solid shooter he's a great leader he's a great um he's he's good defensively especially in the pick and roll he he playing power forward alongside Joel Embiid is huge for Philly. Not not to mention off the court too. His he can he can teach uh Joel Embiid. He can nurture Joel Embiid and he can he can be that that um veteran ear or 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 veteran presence that Joel Joel Embiid need. Tss, needs. <laughs> Come on, bro. What you It's late, guys. It's late. But that Al Horford move was big. I thought Al Horford was going to go to New Orleans alongside Zion. That would have been huge, too. But Al Horford made the right decision. If, if you get in four years at his age, you get in four years, nine, $109 million, A, go get your money, G. 
Go get your money. And 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 the organization was smart to do it because again, you need somebody that can be a vet, be in, in a, a solid person that can be in Joel Embiid's Joel Embiid's ear. Because as you've seen, Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons at that have have had a have had a history of kind of being immature in a lot of situations. So the fact that you have somebody hold up <laughs> the fact that you have somebody that can be a leader and a and a professional, that's definitely what they need. And all in all, the East the East got got even more top heavy. Last year the East was top heavy with Toronto, um Milwaukee we'll talk about in a second uh now you have brooklyn and is there something else i'm forgetting it was the celtics but indiana made some pretty good moves too but i don't i don't think they'll be as good as good well when victor oladipo gets back we'll see but i think they overachieve especially with victor oladipo being out they definitely overachieved but the the east is top heavy to me one th- one signing that sh- kind of shook my uh, look. Understand Bucks. The Bucks got worse, and I'm gonna tell you why. Not only do you sign, I get I get Chris Middleton is an All Star, and I get that he's very important to the team. Trust me, I get that. I get that. But in who, you know. Mm, it's kind of hard for me to understand. I'm not going to say understand because I get why you wanted to keep him and you didn't want to lose him, of course. But you you give this man one, five years, $178 million. In what world? And 2K wouldn't even allow you to give Chris Milton five years, $178 million. You know, this reminds me of, uh, was it 2016, when a lot of players were getting, when, when the, uh, it was 2016, because that's when KD went there, when the salary cap spiked, and all these players are getting all this money, and I think what makes this different, though, is these are top players. Jimmy Butler, KD, Kyrie, uh, Kawhi, Klay Thompson, these are top players getting this money but i don't i still can't justify giving chris middleton 178 million dollars but i do kind of understand because on the other hand you lose malcolm brockton who was a a 50 40 90 guy and everybody loved malcolm brockton malcolm brockton is a solid player he does the little things uh he's a great defender and, and and he just does he he's always in he's in every little nick and cranny he's he's just, he's a great player he's just a, he's a he's one of those players that don't get credit for what he does but he's he's one of the most important players on the team that's Malcolm Brogdon so I get the fact that you wanted to keep um, Chris Middleton after losing Malcolm Brogdon to go to the Pacers and like I just talked about the Pacers the Pacers got a lot better getting Malcolm Brogdon uh, and Jeremy Lamb. Especially, Jeremy Lamb is going to play a lot of minutes until Victor Oladipo comes, and he's a good bench player. You also got, um, I forgot who else they got. But, you know, they, it's, 
it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to to see how this year is gonna go. Um, another cup, like I said, the Pelicans are very interesting. They picked up JJ Redick, and one thing I don't know if I said it, I did say it. One thing I talked about last episode of the podcast um, was the Pelicans have a lot of good players, but they don't have a lot of shooting, like any shooting. I think their best shooters were Ingram and um, Josh Hart. So them picking up J.J. Redick for two years, $26.5 million, was huge because he's one of the best catch-and-shoot shooters in the league. I think top two. So you pick him up. And I think they pick up Derek Favors. So the Pelicans are making moves, man. I didn't know if they would be a playoff team this year. I still don't know because they're still very young. But I do know Zion, Derek Favors, uh, Lonzo, Brandon Ingram, J.J. Redick, Josh Hart. These are all solid players. Now, I know the West is deep. The West is deep, especially after today. But I do know that the Pelicans are making solid moves to increase. And that's all that they can do. Like, the, the Pelicans are doing everything right. Everything right. The Knicks are doing everything wrong. The Pelicans are doing everything right. And I think that, you know, this really bowls for a very interesting year next year. Yeah, KD is going to be out. Yeah, I have to throw him in there. John Wall is going to be out. There's going to be a uh, Victor Oladipo is going to be out. Uh, Clay Thompson is going to be out. There's there's a there's a couple players that are going to be out due to injury. A couple big name players, but the the league is 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 in a in a great spot. As of right now, we're still waiting to see what Kawhi Leonard is going to do. But but outside of that, we have about ten to twelve teams. Yeah, people are, are trying to write off the Warriors, but you still have Steph Curry, who's a two, and, and I don't think they're good enough to win a championship, but they're definitely good enough to to get to the playoffs and maybe make a sneaky deep run. I mean, you still have uh, Steph Curry, three-time champion, two-time MVP. You have um, Draymond Green, who is a former defensive player of the year. Klay Thompson should be back around uh, February, March. Yeah. <laughs> You still have Andre Godala. Like you still have those players. So while the dynasty, I don't know if it's going to be able to, you know, I don't. I see what they're going to have to do. They're going to have to get some uh, a couple of players or stuff. But they're not going to fall off. Of course, you still have the Rockets, but we already talked about them. You have the Lakers. You have the Thunder. You have Denver. You have um, the Celtics. You have Milwaukee. You have Philly. You have um, Brooklyn now. Like, that's a legitimate nine teams. And I know that, oh, Portland, that's 10. Like, you have teams a lot. There's period, what's that word? Um, There's parity back in the league again. Which I think is going to be, is going to be interesting to see. Oh, I totally forgot about Toronto. That's 11. We're really about to see how, how much people love parody because this is the first time in a while that there's not a dominant team or a dynasty in the making like think about it ever since 2003 there's been lebron that's been a storyline for a while then you had the celtics then you had the lakers then you had the heat 
then you had Golden State uh, coming up. Then you, yeah, then you had Cleveland. LeBron going back to Cleveland. Then you had Golden State again. Now it was, uh, you don't have a super team. Well, you have you don't have super team. You have players on great teams. You have you have a couple um, duos. You have a couple trios, but you don't have a super team anymore. You don't have a Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, uh, Kevin Durant, Draymond Green, Andre Iguodala. You don't have that anymore. So we're really about to see how much people really love parody, as they say. I mean, if you look at the if you look at the the college football records or rankings, as much as people say they hate dominance uh, of Alabama, it's still one of the most watched sports in the league, or you know, events in the league. As much as people hate the Cowboys, and I'm one of those people, but as much as people hate the Cowboys, they're still the most watched team. In the league, and you know who number two is, the uh, the Patriots. So people people say they don't love dynasties, they don't love juggernauts, but their actions clearly don't 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 reflect that. So I don't know, I don't know. Uh, a couple of, a couple of other moves. Uh, again, we're still waiting on Kawhi Leonard to see what he's going to do. Uh, they, they, reports have come out saying that he's going to take a couple days, but he's not going to meet with any teams, which I don't think you should. Like, at the end of the day, you just get with your team, like, all right, what are we going to do? You know, there's no point of meeting with teams. I don't need to know what you're saying. I don't need, I don't need you to talk to me. I know where I want to go. Uh, I'm going to sort everything out. We're going to make a decision. I don't need you to pitch to me, especially if I'm, uh, just coming off a championship, just coming off of a, a finals MVP. I don't need you to, to to wow me. I mean, I already know. I, I already made my way around this league. It is what it is. So I don't. I don't like superstars taking taking all these meetings because I already know. Like it was good to me that Kevin Durant didn't take fifty thousand meetings with the Knicks and the the Nets, Clippers. Go, if you know where you're going, just go. Like, just 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 spare everybody. You know what I mean? But we're still waiting on Kawhi. Klay Thompson stayed with Golden State. Like I said, Golden State is 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 gonna take. It's a punt year, you know what I mean? They, they gotta get Klay Thompson right. K, KD's not there anymore, so they're gonna refigure some. I mean, you know, re, retool some things. We still need to figure out what uh, Demarcus Cousins gonna do now that KD didn't go to um, the Knicks. We'll see if Demarcus Cousins gets the Knicks uh, gets a phone call from the Knicks. If I was Demarcus Cousins and the Knicks are talking about a prove a year, I would stay with Golden State with another prove a year. As we've seen, KD is not going to be there, so you have a whole year, and and, ho- and more than likely you'll be at a hundred percent, Lord willing. We'll give you a whole year to see what you can do, then you go. But Demarcus Cousins still out there. Um, like I said, Clay Thompson got his contract. Uh, Derrick Rose signed a two-year, $15 million contract with Detroit. Shouts out to Derrick Rose. You know, I've always been a Derrick Rose fan. Derrick Rose has always been one of my favorite players. Yeah, he's had a rough injury-wise, but I always support Derrick Rose. I might not be a fan of the Detroit Pistons, but shouts out to Derrick Rose. Um, that's, That's a really good story. I was hoping he could go back to the Bulls and kind of finish his career where it started. Uh, especially how sour it kind of went down, but that wasn't in the cards clearly. Um, but he, he he's in Detroit, so that's a cool organization. He alongside that's what a, that is not a cool organization. That's a trash organization. <laughs> Jesus. Um, 
but he alongside uh Blake Griffin would be cool I guess it's just I hope that both of them in fact the whole team stays stays healthy Reggie Jackson's dealing with injury uh, I don't think he'll be there much longer especially with Derrick Rose there uh, we all know about Derrick Rose injury history and we know about Blake Griffin's injury history so they're gonna have to um, stay healthy Harrison Barnes that man's agent deserves a Nobel Peace Prize that man's agent deserves a raise that man's agent deserves to be in the NBA Hall of Fame that man's agent deserves to, 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 to give that man a plaque that man, Harrison Barnes, got four years, $85 million a year. Look, for the Kings, to, to stay with the Kings. Look, Harrison Barnes is cool. Uh, you know, UNC pride. Uh, he, he won a championship with Golden State. But uh, <laughs> Harrison Barnes isn't. 84 years, $85 million worth. To me, he's more of the 20, 30, maybe 40, $50 million range. Harrison Barnes isn't that good, man. I guess he's a good leader, and he, he's not a scrub. Don't get me wrong. He's not a scrub. But $85 million to the... Look, again, give that man's agent... A Hall of Fame plaque right now because I don't see any other player that's getting that especially the the player of his caliber man I don't I don't know uh-huh. uh-huh oh man um shouts out to Harrison Barnes man shouts out to Harrison Barnes I I mean I can I can trash them all all I want but in the day he's 85 million dollars richer and I remember bashing this man for turning down that, what was it, like $30 million extension or $20-something million extension. I'm like, bro, what are you doing, bro? Like, why? But now I clearly see why. So, shouts out to him. Shouts out to him. Chris Porzingis re-signs with the Mavs for five years, $158 million. Uh, That was kind of foreseen. The only thing that I would caution, of course, is... Not saying Christoph Porzingis is bad because he's nowhere. He's not. He's not close to bad, but he to me he hasn't really proven enough to get. I understand his upside might be high, but looking at the facts at hand, at this point he is kind of um, kind of teetering on that injury prone list. He's kind of. I don't know. I don't know. I. He's cool and everything, and he's good. Don't get me wrong. He's a great player, but I understand that the Mags kind of had to do this, especially, you know, trading for him. But, and him and Luka could be dangerous uh, going forward. But, again, he, he hasn't really, he's, he's had a solid half a season. Maybe, maybe three-fourths of a season. So, I'm not saying that's a bad contract, but I, he's going to really have to prove to me that he's worth $158 million. His upside said that he's worth that. The, how he's played said that he's worth that. But he still, he still deals with a lot of injuries. 
I'm not going to say a lot of injuries. He's dealt with a couple injuries, especially early in his career. And I don't want to jinx him in saying that that's all he's going to deal with for the rest of his career. But I do know that he's dealt with his handful of injuries already. And that would be kind of that's, – that's a wait-and-see process because, again, he is uh, – he, you know, we'll have to wait and see. You know what? I'm looking at the camera for, you know um, – let me, let me, let me, R.I.P. Kyrie, let me put him over here. That's Kyrie from the Celtics. This, I'm talking about my figurines for people that's listening. Uh, yeah, Kyrie's gone, man. Damn. I'm looking, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I, I was told that I cursed too much in these things, so I'm getting better at that. I apologize. I'm getting better. Kyrie and, and Katie is gone. <laughs> can you see, you can see John Wall. So... Who else? Let me, let me get back on track. Um, look, I understand that basketball is basketball. Oh, and for people that's that's thinking, all I'm talking about this episode is basketball because this is free agency. I don't want to talk about football right now. I don't want to talk about baseball. I don't want to talk about hockey. Hockey, hockey slid in a, uh, the capital slid in a trade uh, yesterday, which I'm like, what? Man, nobody's, <laughs> nobody cares about that right now. This is free agency, so that's what I'm going to talk about. But I understand that ball is life. I understand that you want to be happy when you play basketball. I understand that, you know, you play for the love. A lot, most people play for the love of the sport. I get that. But Nikola Mircic, why? Why? What are you doing? I'm, I'm looking at the camera. I know you listen to this, Nico. Nico Mir- Nicola, I'm sorry. Nicola Miritic. What are you doing? I get that you're... For people that don't know, Nicola Miritic was a highly coveted um, free agent this year. He was going into free agency. He is a quality stretch four that can he can't play no defense at all, but he can shoot. He can definitely shoot with range. He's one of the best stretch shooters in the league. And a lot of teams wanted him. A lot of teams. I know the Jazz were looking at him. Um, Golden State could have made a run at him if they lost KD, which they did. Uh, the Knicks were going to make a run at him. There was a lot of teams that were going to make a run at him. He said. What he did was he forewent this year playing for the NBA to go to Barcelona. To play for the Barcelona team. The thing that I don't understand, and the thing that's kind of mind-boggling to me, is that you understand that the this is a salary spike year. You're, 40% of the league is free agents, including yourself. And teams wanted you. So why would you forego all that money? Because there's no way in the world that he's making as much money in Barcelona that he would be making in um, in the NBA. So there, you can't tell me that you're making more money in Barcelona. So why would you forego your NBA season to play for Barcelona when team? I understand if you left because teams, they want you. I get that. Like, all right, what's the point of me staying if nobody's going to pick me up? I get that. I get that wholeheartedly. 
But that was not the case. Teams wanted him. And it was a shock. I'm like, bro, what are you, what are you, what are you doing? I don't, that's something I'm not understanding at all. At all. But I guess shouts out to him. Uh doing what I, I could say doing what you want to do and doing what you love doing, but if you love doing it, then stay in the NBA. Make as much money as possible while doing what you love. I don't get it. It's not me. It's not for me to get. This is an unpopular podcast. I wouldn't do that at all. But hey, shouts out to him. Shouts out to him. Um, we talked about Thomas Bryant to the Wizards. That's pretty much the only move we can make instead of re-signing all our players, hopefully. And um Oh God, I don't even talk about the Wizards right now. We talked about Derrick Rose, we talked about Harrison Barnes. We talked about uh, Malcolm Brogdon. We talked about Porzingis. Ah, the big one. One of the big ones. All right. I know. So one of the other big names that uh, came off the board for free agency was Kemba going to Boston. Now, reports came, I think, two or three days before free agency actually started that he's going to Boston. But it, it was made official that Kemba Walker is going to Boston for four years, $141 million. Kim, to me, Kemba is a perfect fit in Boston. He, alongside, he's not as uh, moody and shifty. And when I say shifty, I mean like mood shifts as uh, he's pretty much a poor man's Kyrie, but it's not like it's like if Kyrie is a multimillionaire, Kimba Walker is a millionaire. Like it's not it's not like Kimba is is leaps and bounds. In fact, there was a stat that came out. They're pretty much like the same person. It's just Kyrie's younger. You know, like they both average, I think, twenty three points uh, for their career, um, maybe five and a half assists, and like they're they're both pretty much the same players. It's just Kyrie's younger. And he, to me, he would be a perfect fit because, he, again, he's not as moody and, you know, he just likes to blend in. It would be a perfect fit playing alongside a hopefully completely healthy Gordon Hayward, um, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, uh, the, the pieces that they have. No, I don't think, especially with losing Kyrie and losing Al Horford and more than likely losing Marcus Morris, I don't see them being a real contender at the top of the East. Now, they can make the playoffs, and any team that make the playoffs – you have a shot if you just go on a magical run or something. But I don't see the Celtics making much noise, especially with the top teams in the East right now. But getting Kimball Walker was huge, especially, again, after losing Kyrie and losing Al Horford. But the story in this is Charlotte. So Kimball wanted to stay in Charlotte. Kimball came out, Kimba's camp came out and said they're willing to take less, slightly less than the max to stay in Charlotte. I understand that giving Kimba the five years, 20, or uh, 201, or no, whoa, 22, what am I doing? Two, uh, <laughs> giving Kimba the five-year, uh, $221 million max would have pretty much destroyed your chances of getting any quality players after that. You just got straight role players. But Kimball wanted to stay with y'all. 
This is kind of like, in, in, in a lesser degree, what happened with Boston and Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah Thomas put his heart on the line, especially after the untimely passing of his sister and his injury. He still went out and played for the organization. Just for them to turn around and include him in a trade with Kyrie Irving. I understand the move, but that's still cold-hearted, you know what I mean? But with Charlotte, Kimball wanted to stay with you. Kimball was one of the only stars that wanted to stay with you. So why then? The reason why Kimba's not with Charlotte right now is because they were being cheap. Michael Jordan was being cheap and didn't want to give Kimba Walker the max. I understand not wanting to give him the max because you want to leave room for improvement, but Charlotte has not been a place that has shown that they can attract the big stars. And the one star that you had and wanted to stay, kind of like DeMar DeRozan, wanted to stay, you didn't want to pay him. The difference is DeMar DeRozan was shipped out. Kimba wanted to stay. Y'all didn't want to pay him, so he left. That is such a bad look on the organization. That's such a bad look on Michael Jordan, man. Michael Jordan is probably the GOAT, greatest basketball player of all time. But he's also probably one of the worst owners of all time. That's crazy. I support black owners and everything, but what track record have you seen with Charlotte that makes you think that he's a good owner? I'll wait. I will wait. Because if you ask me, it, there's nothing. And the fact that Kimball wanted to stay and he, you could have kept him. And still got Terry Rozier, who now is on Charlotte. You could have kept him. And you would have to pay over the luxury tax, I get. But who's coming, who wants to come to Charlotte? Who, what, what Kevin Durant, what, what Clay Thompson, what Steph Curry type players ever woke up and said, you know what, I want to play in Charlotte. The only time they did that was when the All-Star game was in Charlotte. Like, whew. that's just a, it's it's just a bad look in Charlotte, man. It's a good look for Kemba. Go get your money. Go play for a, a better organization than Charlotte. But that's a bad look on Charlotte. And a bad look on Michael Jordan. Now, when you do free up some space, who's gonna? What big name players are gonna want to come play with you after they see what happened with Kemba? Like, if they're like, okay, you treat Kemba like that, why would I want to play for an organization like that? It don't make no sense. It, it, that's just a bad look, man. That's a, that's a bad look for the organization. And it's it's going to come back to me to haunt them. It's going to come back to haunt them. Because when free when more free agents get, get available, Charlotte, to me, is not even going to get a place at the table. Not, not just because they're a small market, but players talk. And players see how you treat other players. Hell, why do you think it's so hard? Why do you think Anthony Davis' dad came out and said he, he, he doesn't want his son playing for the Boston Celtics? Because he, along with the rest of the NBA world, saw what the Boston Celtics did with uh, Isaiah Thomas. And it's like, oh, no. If they, treat, if they treat a player that put his heart and soul for the organization, how are they going to treat my kid? How are they going to treat me? Like, players talk, man. Um... It, it, it'll just come back. It'll come back to bite. Um, 
to bite Charlotte. I, I, I think it really will. I mean, definitely starting next year. Terry Rozier, cool and all. But Terry Rozier, as much as he talks, and he's a solid player, he ain't no starter. You know what? He's a good starter, but he's not a starter for He can't be the starting player. I don't care if LeBron James is on your team. He, is to me, cannot be the starting point guard for a championship team. That's just that's just me. I don't know. Um, before we go, there's still as as, as we're talking right now. Again, this is around now. It's around one o'clock in the morning on Monday morning. Um, a couple of a couple of big names are still free agents. You have uh, we still need to see Clay Thompson is yet to sign, but a report did just come out saying that rest assured he's still he's he's going to get signed to Golden State. So let me take him off. Uh, Demarcus Cousins still need to see what happens to him. D'Angelo Russell. Uh, pretty much, people are pretty much saying that um, he's he's a done. It's almost a done deal in Mil, uh, Minnesota. I think he would be great for um, Minnesota. I think especially losing Derrick Rose, and he would be good in L.A. But we'll see how that is. Uh, with this Kevin Durant situation right now, Golden State is seeing if they can try to uh, f- finesse a signing trade with Brooklyn, and that could send D'Angelo Russell to Golden State. I don't know if he'll be a good fit for Golden State because, I mean, I don't see. I, he, I guess he'll play the two and Clay will go to the three since Clay is 6'7, but I don't, I don't see how that would work. Um, but Golden State still trying to do a, uh, see if they can do a signing trade. But D'Angelo Russell's still there. Of course, we talked about Kawhi Leonard still there, but he pretty much narrowed it down to three teams the Lakers the uh clippers and toronto and right now reports are saying that he's leaning more towards the la team so it'll either be lakers or clippers if you ask me it is it's hard for me to see Kawhi leonard one to play second or third fiddle to lebron james and uh anthony davis especially after coming off of a championship dethroning the warriors and winning finals MVP, and now a lot of people are saying that you're the best player in the world, it'll be hard for me to see him be like, you know what, let me now take a step back, and I'm going to play behind LeBron and maybe behind AD. Now, I could say that, but Kawhi Leonard's a weird dude. We don't know what Kawhi Leonard's motives are. So, I don't know. I think, to me, it's the Clippers, but we'll have to see. Like I said, um... DeMarcus Cousins is still there. Kevon Looney's still there. D'Angelo Russell's still there. Um, Kawhi Leonard. Uh, <laughs> Reggie Bullock. There, there's a lot of free agents that are still there. That, that Again, 40% of the league are free agents. So we'll see how that gets done. Um, and lastly, before I go, I got to give a shout-out to Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard did a contract extension. Extension for four years, $96 million, making him, I believe, top three uh, most paid guards in the league. I think, uh, don't quote me on this, but I believe it's behind Curry, Harden, um, or fourth. Curry, Harden, Russell Westbrook, I believe, and Dane as, as guards getting money. And shouts out to it, man. Damian Lillard deserves it. Do I think Damian Lillard deserves more money than uh, KD? Definitely not. But KD did 
take less. So that's, you know, I'm not counting nobody's money. I'm just saying shouts out to Damian Lillard uh, for getting that contract extension. I believe that the 76ers are now in talks with um, Ben Simmons to getting contract extension. I'd hold off on that, but hey, Ben Simmons, hey, you do what you want to do, uh, 76ers. But again, shouts out to Damian Lillard. Four years, 196 mil, definitely deserving, deserving, especially how he puts Portland on his back, how he reps Portland, how he said he wants to be a Portland for life. Um, him and CJ are one of the most dynamic duos in the league. So shout out to Damian Lillard, man. Uh, again, this is around 1, 1 o'clock in the morning Monday. It's still dropping 9 o'clock p.m. tonight, but... I have a lot to do today, so uh, I wasn't able to shoot like in the morning at around 7 or so like I try to do. But this is the Unpopular Podcast. It's your boy, Jalen. I want to thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for listening. This is episode 55. Oh, man, I'm rolling, man. Uh, Again, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for the people that support. Thank you for the people that continue to listen, continue to watch any way that you ingest or digest the podcast ingest i guess ingest because you're taking it in ingest the podcast i appreciate it i really do don't forget that on thursdays we have unpopular questions that's a segment that i do on youtube about 10 to 15 minutes where i answer you guys' questions it doesn't have to be about sports it can be about anything a lot of people send me questions about music about food about relationships for some reason um if you have any type of questions you can send it to me uh, and I will try to answer them, depending on how much I have, I will try to answer them on Thursdays. That's Thursdays at 9 o'clock. It's called Unpopular Questions. That's only on YouTube. Again, this is the Unpopular Podcast. I want to thank you guys for listening. And until next time, much love. Stop, baby, I'm too wavy for all this bullshit that you bring me And I done denied you way before this But God, I was back and now you're gorgeous, oh no
her with me and then Down, I'm crazy for you and it go down. I'm blazing cause I'm not just a friend. Yeah. See, I'm just a friend. Oh, yeah. This kind of guy, cause I stay lit, I stay fresh, plus I know you know I'm fly. Now give me one good reason why you wouldn't want this type of guy, cause I stay lit. 